So here's a question. In a world that keeps moving faster and faster, how do women leaders like us, women who want to make an impact in the world through our career or business and not sacrifice our home life, how do we create balance and fulfillment in our lives, both at work and at home, without facing burnout or constantly feeling like we're chasing an impossible dream? That's the question, and this show explores the answers. Welcome to the Selfless Syndrome Show. I'm your host, Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, and I'm on a mission to help women leaders break through burnout so that they can build the life and body they are worthy of and step into the awesome power of who they really are. I'm the Selfless Syndrome Mentor, a board-certified women's health and leadership coach and alternative medicine practitioner. I'm a wife, mom, and stepmom to four boys and a furball, and I'm the founder of a rapidly growing women-centered coaching business. Stick around because on this show, you'll learn how to create the life, body, and career you've always dreamed of without having to sacrifice who you really are. Let's go. Hello, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Alex Swenson Ridley. Today, we're going to have a fun, maybe a little bit short, but but fun conversation um, that has to do with things that have been coming up on a couple of my coaching sessions. Both of them actually happened right before I'm recording this. So I wanted to share, you know, some of the, the deeper things that I've been working through with a couple of my clients. And those are based in, in two things. We're going to talk about on this episode, the five archetypes of selfless syndrome, which is something that I just created, but I keep seeing patterns with in, um, working with my clients. And there's actually, there's a quiz where you can figure out which archetype you are in the show notes. So definitely if you haven't gone through that before, go through it because it, it'll all make sense in this context of this conversation. But we're looking at those in conjunction with what our values are. Um, and so and to, to dive into this, you know, I have a, a couple of questions for you in getting started. And the the big thing is, you know, we want to get really present too. And I, I've done this recently, um, looking at wealth building. Um, and you can do this with your health, you can do it with wealth, you can do it with all kinds of things, but really looking at what your values are and and basing that on typically the things that we give our time or our energy. When we're investing time or money, um, time and money are the two things that you know you look at where you are putting those things the most often. So, you know, you want to be clear for you, what, what am I spending my time on and what do I spend my money on? Some examples, you know, for me, one of the things I always will invest money in is furthering education. Some of that has been driven by imposter syndrome. So I'm really looking at that these days, but um, you know, new certifications, new programs, not always just continuing ed, but things that actually interest me and that I feel like will serve value to my clients and, and honestly just better my own life. So personal growth is another one of mine. Um, that's just examples of, of that. And with your time, you know, one of the things I challenge everyone to look at is how much are you a part of that? How much time do you actually invest in yourself and the things that you actually need versus everyone and everything else around you? Um, so that's, that's the start of the conversation. And this came up in two different client calls this morning um, from when I'm recording this and I'll, I'll just kind of, they're completely different. So I, I want to share kind of the context of both of these conversations. And then we're going to talk about what these archetypes are and how they play into this conversation as well. So the first, um, my client is a realtor. She's also a mom and she's really committed to 
doing the mom thing. And she also has a really huge heart, heart for service. And so what she's found is that she literally is incapable of saying no. <laughs> she's in tons of organizations. She's you know got just this huge service heart, but she ends up being committed to things that she doesn't really want to be committed to. And then she's, you know, experiencing overwhelm and just having these days where she feels like a hot mess. She actually shared the story of, um, I think it was yesterday. She literally almost set her house on fire because she had so much going on. She forgot to put something on the grill and left the house um, in the process of, of just what she has happening. So, you know, we've all been there. I, I, I won't share names or any of that, but, you know, I, I've definitely had those moments. <laughs> I, we've all, all been there, right? And so we're going to talk about how to impact this. I just want to give the example of the other other client as well. And so my other client is um, single. She doesn't have kids yet. Um, there, that's one of the things that we've been working towards is, is increasing fertility for her. But she works in the corporate world and just had the experience of the woman who works like right above her or in a similar, I think they were in, in a similar position, got a promotion and she didn't. And she's actually been doing most of the work for, for this woman. So she's been feeling frustrated and, you know, really let down and, and just frustrated is, is the main word and, and undervalued in her, her job, right? Cause she hasn't been recognized for all this extra work she's been picking up. So in both of these contexts, we have some different archetypes that are operating. The first is, and I'm just going to name the archetypes of the selfless syndrome archetypes for those you know if you're new to the show like this is your first episode to just reiterate and for those of us who aren't selfless syndrome is the a term i coined that essentially describes our innate desire as women to take care of everyone and everything else except ourselves right and we tend to always put ourselves last and this is not necessarily a bad thing but in the context of our modern world where we have families and we work and we you know take care of the house and do all these other things it can lead us to high levels of stress or hormones being a complete hot mess, which is a lot of what I talk about. And, you know, really not having a great experience of our quality of life, you know, feeling completely depleted, exhausted, run down, all of those things, and essentially leading us towards burnout, no matter how you define that. So, and there's five, five different ways of being that we have in the world that get us there. And so both of these women example, uh, exemplify two of these. Um, and so what those are, is the first is the yes woman, the woman who's literally incapable of saying no. And just, you know, you feel guilty if you say no, you, that word like never crosses your your lips. And so your schedule is literally just filled with everyone else's stuff. And there's not much time, if any, for you or for what you actually need, because you've just committed yourself to everyone. And we're going to, values is going to come into this conversation in just a minute. Then we have the controller. And this is the one that I've been guilty of, of being, we'll say the most often in my life. I've, I've got, I've had pieces of these for sure. And most of you might relate to, to many of them, but the controller, you know, essentially it's so much easier for you to do it. You're just going to do it because waiting for someone else to do it means it just won't get done or it won't get done as well. And you just need it now. So it's more efficient and easy if you just do it a little bit in a similar vein, but slightly different is the perfectionist. And so you're just doing it because no one else can do it as well as you. Right. And so you may as well just do it because otherwise it's going to stress you out that it's not done. Right. Then we have the fourth one is the resigned woman. And so I, I've been surprised in the quiz. This is one that's actually come back the most often as, as where people are at. And so that is, you know, you've just, essentially given up and are accepting you're resigned to that. This is just how life is going to be. It's never going to change. There's nothing you can do about it. And so you should just deal with it and suck it up. 
not a really happy, fun place to live. And then the fifth one is the martyr. And the martyr very strongly just operates from and believes that they don't matter. And so it's always about what can they give? Like you have absolutely no idea what your hobbies are. If you're in this state of being, you, you know, literally can't think of anything to do for yourself. It's just constantly about giving, giving, giving. The problem is your cup is so depleted that there's literally nothing left to give and you keep giving. Like there's a reason why we talk about the oxygen mask needs to be applied to yourself before helping others, right? Because if you're passed out, you're no good. So in each of these scenarios, we're moving in that direction. And where I want to get into, you know, with the values in, in each of those things, there's things that we can be responsible for and they're in how we've been. And there are changes that we can make to align ourselves, you know, with who we really truly are with having some boundaries and some healthy ways of operating in the world where we also have an opportunity for ourselves to show up. Right. And so this is where the values conversation comes in. So with my client, who's the yes woman, who just, you know, literally can't say no and keeps finding herself with so much going on. She literally like forgot to feed herself and left something on the grill the other day. Um, You know, we had a conversation around a lot of the organizations and stuff that she's done. It's like, she feels there's this, this, friction she feels in the world where, you know, there aren't enough people who step up. And so she feels, but she always tries to fill that role, even when it's not necessarily aligned with her. And so she's looking at like, well, there's all these organizations that I belong to, but are they really aligned with what I care about? And largely what she cares about is her kids. And so we had a conversation and her and her homework is going to be, you know, getting really, really clear on what are the things that matter to me. And one of the really great ways to do that, even though if it's confronting and you might necessarily agree with what they say, (laughs) is to look at, as I said at the beginning, where you're spending your time and where you're spending your money, because that will tell you what you're putting value on, what you are invested in. And then you get to decide from that place, like, is that something that, are you okay with that? Does that make sense? You know, for me, one of the things I, I, I did this in the context of building wealth and actually like creating, you know, an entire retirement nest egg and all this stuff. I've I've been in that conversation and kind of learning from a lot of people around that, but like saving money wasn't on my radar at all. I will always invest in like personal growth and development or education. Like those are the two things where a lot of, of my money, if I have any extra, that's where they go. And so I've been really shifting my values to save first. And then, then do that. Um, and so, you know, it, it might be something else for you, but just just looking at that and, and deciding if you're okay with that. And if you're not, decide to do something differently. And when you can do it in the context of your value system, it actually makes a bigger impact, I would argue, versus just thinking, oh, I should do this. And rather than being really clear on like, this is important to me and I'm not doing the things that need to get me there. I need to do to get me there. So I'm going to make a change. Same with like getting healthy, getting your health back, all that. A lot of us have that goal, but our values aren't necessarily aligned with taking us in that direction, right? So you want to be really clear on that. And the example of my client with um, the work issue and with this woman getting a promotion and her feeling really undervalued and underappreciated, we, in the context of our conversation, got really clear on, you know, how she's been being is because she's a controller. She just goes ahead and does the work of like three other people. And so she's doing much more than just her job. She's working extra hours. She's, you know, not really got any healthy boundaries or limits around that. And now she's wanting some sort of acknowledgement for that. 
but she's realizing that essentially she's let everyone walk all over, all over her because her work is essentially what got this woman a promotion. So, you know, we had a conversation around what can you do differently in the future and getting really, really clear on what her expectations are, what she really wants out of this job, you know, what role she wants to step into. And then having a conversation with her supervisor being like, Hey, this is how I've been operating and, and being. And it's led to me, you know, feeling underappreciated and undervalued and all of those things. And here's what I'm going to do differently. And then asking for his input on like, you know, if the, if the work isn't done that she needs to do her job, what is the expectation and what should she do? And so, you know, we, we talked about having that conversation first and really this came down to valuing herself and her worth and her input and not stepping outside the bounds of her job because she, is she capable of it? Absolutely. Can she do it? Totally. But how she was going about it was keeping her kind of stuck in this, in this box. So looking at yourself, you know, you want to look at, uh, you know, we're really looking at like an area of life that is not working the way you want it to. Right. And then getting really clear on how you've been being in that area. I'm also going to put a link to the show notes. Um, I have an exercise that goes through this, but this was another conversation we had on a group call uh, last week with those who are working with me as well. But, you know, getting really clear on what's not working, how you're being about it, how you want it, what you want it to look like, like what's, you know, what's the dream that you would love in that, in that area of your life. And looking at if it was working that way, like if you had the dream, how would you be? What would your attitude be? And by be, I mean, I don't mean you know, it's like literally how would you show up in your life? You know, would you, rather than being frustrated and feeling underappreciated and undervalued and all those things, how would you be if, you know, instead you were feeling valued and loved and fully fulfilled and everything in that realm? And when you get clear on what that being is, you want to circle like four or five words that really, really speak to you in the moment. Here's the thing about this. It, it sounds so simplistic and it's much easier said than done, but there's, there's, truth in this in a given moment we can choose to be a different way we can be meaning how we act and how we show up in the world we have control over that we get to choose that and is there work we need to do to get to a place where it's easier to do that absolutely but we are fully capable and so for each and every one of you the dog is interrupting i apologize you know looking at what is that shift going to be for you and then if you need help navigating all of this and and finding that clarity and you know getting to that point where you can really start to embody a new way of being that is grounded in your values and and the life that you want to be creating let's get on a phone call and just talk about this right like i i offer what i call clarity calls this is not a sales conversation i'm really just here to help guide you. So there's a link to that in the show notes as well. We've got all kinds of links today. So just to cover them, we have the quiz. So you can figure out, you know, what, what your archetype is, what's kind of holding you stuck in the selfless syndrome loop and pattern. And then we've got a video to shifting how you're being. Um, I think I call it the forming habits that stick exercise, but it's really more about your state of being in the world. And then you know, the last piece is if you need help putting all this together, navigating all this, like you have some realizations about yourself, but really aren't sure what to do with it. it a lot of times, you know, the conversations I have are really just about helping guide you through some clarity and and see what you can be responsible for in your life, which sometimes in hard circumstances and hard situations where we feel like we've been taken advantage of or, you know, our experience of it has been very negative. It can be hard to see like 
what can I take responsibility for? I know the hardest one for me was in my marriage with my ex-husband who was an alcoholic. Like I really struggled to get clear on like, what can I actually be responsible for in this? Because I wanted to put so much blame on him. And so it's that, that place of where we live as a victim versus where we really find our power and like what we can own and stand on. And then, own how we want to change it and how we want to shift it and not do it from a place of reactivity, but rather from a really a place of empowerment and being really clear on this is what's important to me. This is what I value. This is how I want to make a change. Here's how what I need to clean up in order to move forward and then just go do it. So with any of that, hopefully this serves you. Again, to reiterate, the three links that you have are to the quiz that will help you identify which archetype is most strongly running you right now of the five that we, we talked about. Um, we have the link to the state of being, changing, shifting your state of being. I honestly recorded that video like probably six years ago, but it's still very applicable. So, um, you know, it's a 10 minute exercise. If you want to jump on and, and listen to that, we'll walk through that at some point, have some paper available to you and just kind of do it as you go through and um, do it live with me. And that will help shift something that's feeling hard and frustrating and isn't going the way that you want it to right now. And then the third is getting really clear on your values. There's another link in there. I didn't forget about that, but you know, really getting clear on where you're investing your time and your money. And are you okay with that? And if you're not, it's time to shift something about that. And if you need help with any of these things, and I'm not here to sell you anything, I'm just here to connect with you and, and point you in a direction if that's all you need, or, you know, anything. It's, it's not a sales call. Um, it's really just about serving you, figuring out what your next best steps are to really start to build the life that you are worthy of, right? Like we are all worthy of so much more than we allow ourselves to. And that's what this whole show is geared at. So all those links, including the call link are, are in the show notes. Utilize any or all of them as you see fit. And as, as this is helpful or not, but hopefully this helps serve you. And with that, we will see you next week. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the selfless syndrome show. I truly couldn't make the show if it weren't for you, my amazing, lovely, and loyal listener. I so appreciate the emails, the shout outs, the shares, and the reviews, all of which inspire me and motivate me to keep coming back to the mic week after week in order to provide high quality content that helps you find that elusive thing called balance and really build the life, career, and body you are worthy of. I have one little request. If you have benefited from this show in any way, I would so appreciate it if you would go to iTunes and review the show. You can leave a five-star review, leave an honest review. This really helps us get in front of more amazing listeners just like you and keep growing our mission to help women leaders around the world build the life, career, and body they are worthy of.